The Dory Monson Show on Cairo Radio. This is The Big Lead. Aaron Grinello, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I owe you an apology. You know, I think we both kind of poo-pooed the snow yesterday, so that's okay. <laughs> I thought yesterday it was, uh, I, I thought it was what always happens around here, that it was getting hyped up for nothing, and and it's just been lovely today. I know, my, my kid walks into my room, I'm still sleeping this morning, daddy, daddy, it's snowing. I was like, what? It's not supposed to snow, <laughs> even though I told everybody it was. <laughs> We were reporting it yesterday. I just yeah. didn't believe it. But, I know. Uh, but, but I wanted to apologize for my skepticism because it turns out your report, I'd like you to apologize for your skepticism now that I know yes. that you didn't even believe it yourself. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I apologize to myself <laughs> and to you. <laughs> All right, but what a pleasant surprise, huh? In this yeah, place? it's beautiful. It's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, I love All it. Right. All right. Would you now uh, predict like two feet in lo- the lowlands so I can really get excited? Yeah, it's coming. Yep. Couple feet. I'm never going to doubt it. you again on anything. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Appreciate it. Thank you, sir. We're coming to you from the Carter Subaru studio. Welcome. Welcome to the big show. Hey, coming up at 1230 this afternoon, we are going to have a follow up on the insanity down in Olympia with the Olympia School Board. They had an open position, you may recall, and they invited a vile speaking person to fill that open spot. Her name is Talana Reed, and at a rally last year, she was trying to encourage people to riot, among other despicable words. Because the police, and I want to say, say their names, and it amazes me how those pigs can sit over there to watch us... Now, you understand, for this rally at which she was speaking, police officers were there to protect her, to guard her safety. And she points to the police officers and calls them pigs. She says, F the police. This is when she didn't get elected to the city council. So then these woke maniacs on the Olympia school board, they say, hey, we got an open position. Let's invite the person who calls police officers pigs to be a member of the school board who says, bleep the police. What a great role model for the children of Olympia, they thought. We still need to talk about what we want changed in this in this state. And they don't pay attention until we tear up. So just see, before I get started, tear everything up in this city until they do what we want them to do. So it's also inspiring people to riot, tear everything up in this effing city. She inspired the crowd to do. This is on. Uh, this is a person on the Olympia School Board now. And when I first told you this story, I asked, "How can any parent in their right mind allow this to happen?" But here's what's going on: some parents are absolutely afraid to speak out because the woke mob will come after them. They will go and try to destroy their business. They may dox them personally, send out their home address. Parents are afraid to speak out because we've let the woke mob get so out of control. But there are parents who have the guts, the courage to stand up. And I'm going to speak with one of them about what they're trying to do to remove not just this person, but the maniacs elsewhere on that school board who appointed this person. 
to be a leader of our children. F the police. Police officers are pigs. Tear this bleep up. Burn down this bleeping town. Yeah, great leader of children. But this is what the leftist mentality gets you these days. Which is the subject of today's Big Lead. The Big Lead, Dory Monson Show exclusive. This isn't exclusive because I have some information that you certainly are not going to get elsewhere in the media. And, you know, when people ask me all the time, well, how do I explain the just unbelievable success of our radio show, especially the last couple of years? Well, because we do present some truths that are absolutely missing elsewhere in the media. Because even though I am an opinion-based show, this radio show is primarily about the prism through which I view the world. But I would argue that as an opinion-based show, we provide much more verifiable truth than what is being presented elsewhere in the media. Because like our school board in Olympia, the media has decided that pursuit of a woke ideology is more important than their core mission. A school board's core mission is to do best by the kids. Olympia's proven it couldn't care less about the children in their school district. The school board has proven that. Journalism is supposed to be about the truth. But it is not. It is about a woke ideology. And I have a story to illustrate that. The spotlight story all this morning at seattletimes.com is the story about, uh, here's the headline. Seattle advocates reflect on the life of Zoe Martinez. Seek protection for trans community. And it's a story about a Latina transgender person who was fatally shot in August of last year. It's a very sad story. And violence against anybody is a sad story. But then the Seattle Times goes on to say that they, they mentioned the Trans Day of Remembrance, which was last week, honoring transgender people who have died from transphobic violence. And they say that uh, there's a rise in violent crimes targeting transgender people across the United States. They talk about how the community wants money for resources because of a rise in transgender violence. Now, I have learned to never take anything at face value and to verify everything that is pushed at me. So I spent a lot of time breaking down the Seattle Times story and breaking down the numbers. And I will present to you a truth that is absolutely missing from the Seattle Times story. Because the entire story is about the grave danger the transgender people are in to be murdered because they are transgender people. That there is a rise in transgender violence in America. So, if you will, let me present some facts that are absolutely missing from the Seattle Times story. According to the Seattle Times story, this year, 32 transgender people have been killed in the United States. 32. Okay, that's horrible. For every one of those 32 and their family and their friends and their loved ones. But can we give it some context so that there is now truth 
as part of this conversation. According to Reuters, 1.6 million people in the United States identify as transgender. So what is that murder rate? Well, that means that one, two out of every 100,000 trans people in the United States is murdered. Two out of every 100,000. Now, what about for the non-trans population? Well, according to the CDC, there were 28,000 murders in the United States for the most recent year for which there is data. That's 2020. And that murder rate works out to 7.5 people out of every 100,000 non-trans are murdered in the United States. In other words, for non-trans people, you are three and a half times more likely to be murdered than transgender people. Why is that missing from the Seattle Times story? Why when the Seattle Times story says that uh, the one death that they cite from summer of last year is uh, in the midst of a rise in transphobic uh, murders and violence. Because there is absolutely no data to back that up. You are much safer uh, from getting murdered as a transgender person in America than anybody else. And so I give these stats because the Seattle Times has decided to just parrot what they are told by activist groups. And those activist groups have tried to inspire fear in their community. And I am here to try to provide some comfort and relief in the transgender community. That you are much less likely to be murdered as a transgender person in America than any of the rest of us. Where the murder rate is three and a half times higher. That's truth. That's the kind of facts that are missing from the media. Why? Because for the Seattle Times, pursuing a woke ideology was more important than journalism, than facts. They had a storyline, and that's what they were there to paddle. Let me give you another example on an entirely different subject matter. The Joe Biden administration has just announced that they want your retirement savings to go woke. They've just announced that 401k plan administrators, that for the first time, their fiduciary responsibility is to try to produce the highest rate of return for their customers, their clients, for you. What's a way to do that? Well, an index stock fund over the last 30 years in America has reduced 10.7% on average over 30 years. That's fantastic rate of return. But the Biden administration wants your retirement savings to go woke. And so they are, for the first time, telling these plan administrators that they can offer ESG mutual funds, those environmental and social and governance they're for people who want to be socially conscious investors. Now, there's a problem with this. Because I already told you that a index fund of the broad stock market over 30 years returns about 10.7% a year. These ESG funds 
have lagged the market by about 2.5%. They return about 8% on average in the time that they've been available, which is just a few years. But what does that mean for you, for your comfort, for your retirement? Well, once again, I ran the numbers, and they're pretty amazing. So if you, average person puts about 13% of their salary in a 401k. Let's say you put about 10,000 bucks a year into a 401k. And let's say you start at age 30, and you're going to do it until age 60. Well, if you put in $10,000 a year and just invest in the overall stock market, 10.7% return, you will end up at age 60 with $2.1 million. It's pretty good. Now, what if you decide to go woke? You want to be environmentally and socially conscious. So you're going to invest in those ESG funds like the Biden administration has just said is an option. So then what happens? You invest 10000 a year, but instead of 10.7%, you get 8%. 8% still pretty good, right? Well, at age 60, instead of having $2.1 million in the broad stock market, In the woke stock market, if it continues to lag, if it continues to return about 8%, instead of $2.1 million, you would have $1.2 million. You would have $900,000 less going into your retirement. But you could point on Facebook and tell all your friends that you're only investing in the most environmental and socially conscious companies, which is all just branding by them, because a lot of those ESG companies are not at all socially conscious, and they couldn't care less about the planet. But they lag the market. And you get to tell your friends how woke you are, how socially conscious you are with your 401k. And all it's going to cost you for the honor of patting yourself on the back is $900,000. Meanwhile, the Biden administration has now opened the door, and it's not mandatory. It's an option now. But that will funnel trillions of dollars, which is what the total 401k balances in America come to. It would funnel trillions of dollars into their favored companies because they are woke. So on and on it goes. And we're going to hear this a lot from others in the media. Let's go to the White House, where a so-called journalist asked Corinne Jean-Pierre, what is the White House doing? about Elon Musk now allowing free speech on Twitter. Question about Twitter. Um, you know, there's a researcher at Stanford who says that this is a critical moment, really, in terms of um, ensuring that Twitter does not become a vector for misinformation. I mean, are you concerned about the... You know, now, twi- now journalists are concerned about Twitter becoming a font of misinformation? After two and a half years saying that uh, there's a pandemic of the unvaccinated, after two and a half years of saying that if you uh, don't go to church, it'll stop the spread, 
after saying once you get vaccinated, you won't get COVID. And now they're concerned about Twitter becoming a font of misinformation because the propagandists on the left are being checked for the first time. Elon Musk says there's more and more uh, subscribers coming online. Are you concerned about that? And what tools do you have? Who is it at the White House that is really keeping track of this? Can you believe this is a journalist? Who in government is keeping track of free speech on Twitter? This, we have lost our way as a nation, man. A journalist who, who in the government is going to make sure that when Monson tweets something, that it's not anti government. So, look, this is something that we're certainly uh, keeping an eye on. And uh, look, um, we, you know, we have always been very clear um, and that uh, when it comes to social media platforms, it is their responsibility uh, to make sure that um, when it comes to misinformation, when we when we comes to the hate that we're seeing, uh, that they they take action, that they continue uh, to take this action. Ad, this after they ban Trump, but they allow the uh, the the mullahs to have a Twitter account. They, they're keeping an eye on, oh, the White House is going to keep an eye on it to make sure that there's only truth. After Zuckerberg admits that Facebook buried with their metrics uh, certain stories and elevated others to influence the 2020 election. And now they're keeping an eye on it. This is what we're up against. You're going to have people telling you to take a million-dollar loss. You can say that you're a woke investor. You have the Seattle Times saying that uh, we need funding for resources for the trans community when they're not getting murdered anywhere near the rate of the general population. You have the White House keeping an eye on what people tweet for the first time after years of us being lied to on social media. You got to be strong these days to stand up to the mob, to stand up to the woke crowd, to stand up to all the misinformation. And that's why our show has unprecedented success, because I admit that it's about my opinion, but I back it up with fact, unlike some of these other supposed journalistic operations. And that is your big lead for today. The Big Lead on Cairo Radio. We're going to check the news for you, and then I'll take you to Olympia, and we'll talk to one of the parents who is trying to fight back against the madness of who the school board has appointed to an open position. What a disservice to the kids. But we'll tell you what the parents are trying to do about it next here on the Dory Monson Show. we have been following for a few months now down in Olympia the school board appointed a woman to an open position her name is Talana Reed and how somebody like this can be representing our kids and our school board is beyond me but just here's a little bit of Talana Reed in action at a rally months back because the police, but I want to say, say their names. And it amazes me how those pigs can sit over there to watch us peacefully discuss, talk about what we want changed in this in this state. And they don't pay attention until we tear up. So just see, before I get started, tear everything up in this city until they do what we want them to do. 
All right, so this is somebody who's trying to incite a riot, wanted to tear the city down, uh, and there's a lot more to this person's background. And one of the people who has been working to try to restore some sanity to the Olympia School Board is Alicia Perkins, who joins us once again here on the Dory Monson Show. Hey, Alicia, it's good to talk to you again. Hi, Dory. Thank you for having me. I remember before you and I first talked, when I first heard the audio of that rally, when I first heard an unhinged person and found out that person had been appointed to the Olympia School Board, I asked, how in the world can parents allow this to happen? And you and many other parents have risen to the challenge, it sounds like. Yeah, you know... Over time, people have started to understand the situation a little bit better because, um, you know, initially I think a lot of people didn't understand how um, extreme this person was with her rhetoric. And as more and more information has come out with the public videos, um, you know, literally attempting to incite violence, she's literally led, you know, mobs to private homes to harass people with whom she has personal grievances with. You know, this is all on video. Um, last year, she said in an interview in front of our city hall, um, downtown Olympia, she said, I quote, they've, meaning law enforcement, have deemed me a security threat, and they should. This is when she was running for city council. Um, you know, as these things have come out, more and more parents are saying, like, how do we have a board that allowed this to happen? And, you know, and that's that's not even getting into her criminal history, which is extensive and has spanned more than 20 years. Well, now, wait a second. She said her only criminal past was a bounce check. And that is one of the the most concerning things. At the November 10th meeting, she said, as a public comment at the end of the school board meeting, which, by the way, anyone can go in and watch, and I would encourage people to do that to really understand what's happening here. Um, She said on record, and I quote, So many of you are anxious to know what's on my criminal background check. And she continues, in 1996, I bounced a check for $24 in a grocery store. But I have people telling me today I can't serve on a board because I bounced a check. And then she went on to say, I don't know one hardened criminal that would sit up here and take all this nonsense without committing a crime. And every single person listening to that knew it was verifiably untrue. The board had, you know, in the previous hour been prevented presented with her entire entire criminal history, which, you know, it includes felonies, misdemeanors spanning almost 25 years, uh, violent crimes, thefts, assaults. Um, you know, this is, this is not a minor uh, bounced check. So to deliberately mislead the public like that is unconscionable. I mean, this is, it's more than unconscionable. It's insane. What's what's the deal with the other members of the Olympia School Board that they thought this was somebody when, you know, she calls cops pigs, she has the background that you're telling me that you, you guys have uncovered. What What is the deal with the other members of the school board who appointed her to this open position? The other four members of the school board have completely 100% stuck by her. They have said... Um, that they are 100% supportive of her. One of the board members went so far as to say that we have abused Reed, 
They have accused us of racism. Anyone that has questioned this, regardless of the evidence provided, that has literally nothing to do with race. Race has never been mentioned at all by anyone having an issue with Ms. Reed's appointment. Um, the the uh, one is completely irrelevant. She it's completely she irrelevant. She incite people to a riot. She calls cops pigs. She yeah. has a, a background like you're telling me. Of course, none of that has to do with race. That has to do with actions and behavior. Yes, but what they say is that we, even though we may not say it directly, we're exhibiting unconscious um, white privilege and white supremacy. Yeah, and, and these are direct quotes from our board members. Um, you know, we had one director that said, and I quote, it's okay that Talana has experience with the criminal justice system. And then he goes on to say that she is even willing to sit next to us here and endure hours of abuse that I think is unfair as a statement to her character and class. It's unbelievable. So, so you say that you and your parents group, how, how many signatures have you gotten in the just 24 hours since you put out this letter of no confidence. Yeah, so we, we finally, it had gotten to a breaking point when we realized that this board was not going to issue any sort of um, apology, issue any, you know, kind of understanding for a huge portion of their constituents that are saying, wait, something's wrong here, you've made a mistake, we're not okay with this. Um, since I put it out, within two days, I have almost 500 signatures, which I'm is pretty huge, um, especially considering that I have messages and calls every week from people saying, I am in total agreement, I can't believe this, but I can't sign anything because I'm afraid. I'm afraid for my business, I'm afraid my child will be harassed, I'm afraid um, that I'll be ostracized by my fellow co-workers, you know, that may work in a district. Um, so the fact that we already have this many signatures is is pretty amazing. Yeah, because the the woke mob has, has that's their tactic to to just go after anybody who doesn't fall in line with what they order us to do and to think. And uh, I'm I'm so impressed and I'm proud of you and and the other parents down there for standing up to this because that's the only way things are going to change. So what's the end game here? I mean, so you submit a letter with hundreds of signatures of no confidence, but they're not bound to accept that, are they? They are not bound to accept it. And um, they, we are asking for a full resignation. Um, as far as what they choose to do, we don't really have control over, but it's important right. that we state on record we have no confidence in you in your ability to lead this school district any longer. And this so, is so this is a vote of no confidence, not just on Talana Reed, but on the entire school board because of their continued board. support of her? Exactly. Makes sense to me. I mean, as soon as I saw that first video, and that was out without knowing all the other things about uh, Talana Reed's background, but just the fact she, she was trying to incite people to riot. She calls police officers pigs. She is about the worst representative for leading a group of children that I can possibly imagine. And uh, I mean, this is just pure insanity. This is is woke madness on full display. And, and what I find so disgusting about this, Alicia, is once again, I'm seeing this constantly in our schools now. Adults are putting their personal politics above the well-being of the children. And anybody who's involved in schools, whether it's an administrator, school board member, a teacher, or a coach, 
your absolute priority has to be the children. But what we're saying is woke politics have become the priority of people in positions of power. And that is to the detriment of the kids. And that's why our kids are in our public schools, you know, failing English at 50% rate, failing math at a 70% rate, because our, our priorities have gotten so completely out of whack in the schools. That's exactly right. And, you know, you do start to feel like you're living in the twilight zone at a certain point when you oh, present yeah. a rational argument and you're met with um, somebody coming back and saying that, you know, when you get when you present a mountain of evidence about how somebody is completely unfit for office and then you're told that is her lived experience and it's actually an attribute, what do you do with that? And, and that's what's, that's literally what's being said. Yeah. So she can teach kids to call cops pigs, which will increase the chances of those kids having, uh, you know, real problems in life. And it's just a cycle. It's a cycle, a cycle of, of despair that they want to impose on kids so that they can get their politics in. Well, like I said at the beginning, Alicia, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm proud that uh, you and all the other hundreds who have signed this, are willing to take on the mob because that's not easy to do these days. But you you have me solidly in your corner as you continue this fight. Thank you, Dory. And I just continue to encourage people in my community to have courage and to speak up because, you know, we've reached a critical point here and we have to start saying something with our names and our voices yes. to make a change. And where do people go if they want to sign on to this letter? So the letter, um, you can find it on my Facebook page, which is OSD Rescue. Anyone could ask to join that. And the letter is on there. It's also being distributed and shared by people who've already signed it. Um, and that's where you can go. Got it. Okay. OSD is in Olympia School District. OSD Rescue on Facebook. All right, Alicia, keep up the good fight and absolutely keep me posted. Will do. Thank you so much, Dory. All right. Alicia Perkins, uh, a parent down in the Olympia School District, where the district, the school board, has absolutely lost its collective minds in what they're trying to impose on the kids down there. But that's what woke politics gets you right there. Love to hear your thoughts on all of this. You can text me at 888-973-CAIRO, 888-973-5476. Lots more to come here on the Dory Monson Show. I want to let you know that once again this year, Cairo News Radio is doing our holiday magic program to help make sure that every kid in the foster care system in our state has some gift to unwrap under the tree. And uh, man, one of the auction items that we have involves this show and a once-in-a-lifetime experience. So uh, we'll be uh, rolling all of these out in the days to come. But, uh, man, we got, we got a real cool auction item from our show for Holiday Magic. So stay tuned as we get rolling with Holiday Magic. Great way to kick off the season here. All right, got some other news, news to talk about here. Uh, I, I told you yesterday about all the misinformation coming out of the White House. Uh, KJP, she over and over and over said, Biden's directly involved in the rail strike talks. And then two days later, they asked Joe Biden, he said, I'm not directly involved. They just lie. But they're going to keep an eye on Twitter, right? How about this one? When Joe Biden said he wants to ban a certain kind of gun. The idea we still allow 
semi-automatic weapons to be purchased is sick. It's just sick. It has no, no social redeeming value. Zero. None. Not a single solitary rationale. So now they want to ban semi-automatic weapons like your Glock or your handgun. That, that's what's in the crosshair. So now KJP says, no, no, no. Oh, that Joe, he didn't mean it. Did the president misspeak or does he in fact want to ban all semi-automatic guns? That are no, he was, he was talking about uh, assault weapons. That's what he was talking about on that, on that morning or that afternoon when, when he was asked that question. No, he wasn't. Wasn't talking about assault. He said it's semi-automatic. Sounds like he wants to ban your handguns as well. Or maybe we have a president whose brain just doesn't work. You choose. Okay, we're going to check the news for you here at the top of the hour. And then I have some good company in a bad vice. Details straight ahead here on the Dory Monster Show.